Hall of Fame coaches, national champions, lottery picks, the best minds in basketball. Welcome into the sidelines with Evan Daniels. What's up, college basketball fans? Welcome into the sidelines podcast. I'm your host, Evan Daniels, college basketball insider over at FS1, as well as the director of basketball recruiting at 24-7 Sports. Today's episode is a 67th episode of the Sidelines podcast, and today's featured guest is Anthony Simons, a six foot four guard, former five-star prospect who has entered the NBA draft out of prep school. He was at IMG Academy last year. Simons and I talked about what went into his decision to go into the NBA draft. We discussed his relationship with Utah Jazz and NBA star guard Donovan Mitchell. And we talked about what is the first thing he'll buy with his first NBA paycheck. In the second segment, I'll bring on a colleague over at 24-7 Sports, Josh Gershon, and we'll break down Anthony Simons' game. Before we get to the interview with Anthony Simons, I want to make sure that you are supporting the Sidelines podcast. And the best way for you to do that is to shoot over to Apple Podcasts and or your favorite podcast app. Hit the subscribe button for me, but also it would be very helpful if you left a rating and a review. You can also shoot me a note over on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Evan Daniels. Would love to know what you think of the podcast. Without further ado, let's jump to that conversation with Anthony Simons. It's time to go minimum with Evan Daniels. Send it in, big fella. Now let's welcome in former five-star high school standout and now early NBA entrant to the draft, Anthony Simons to the sidelines with Evan Daniels podcast. And uh, Anthony, before we get to the to the serious stuff, I hear you're a, a big video mm-hmm. game guy. Well, what's uh, what's the game of choice these days? I say Fortnite and Call of Duty and uh, 2K. Those are my three games. Who, who do you play with in 2K? I use the Spurs um, when they had Kawhi. Kawhi not playing right now, obviously, but I used to use them a lot. Nice. Nice. Well, on March 22nd, you you announced that you would uh, bypass college and enter the NBA draft, and and you were able to do so because you uh, did a postgraduate season at IMG Academy and after graduating from high school last year. Kind of walk me through this process, Anthony. What led you to go in this route? Getting positive feedback and honestly just, you know, talking over my parents and we felt like it was the best decision for me. I felt like I was ready. What made you think you were ready? I feel like I'm good enough to play in the league, and um, I think I'm, my skill set fit the league, so I wanted to be at college. When, when did you first realize that this could be a possibility for you? Probably around November, um, after somebody brought my attention that I could enter the draft and stuff like that, so I just you know, thought about it with my parents and talked about it, and we just made the decision. Did did your high school coach tell you about the that that you would be eligible, or or was it was it a friend or family member? Or how'd you kind of um, figure that out? Yeah, it was it was a friend. My coach also you know, brought it to my attention, but it was a friend too. Got it. Um, he just, he, we were just randomly talking about it and stuff like that, and we just brought it to my attention. You know, you obviously had plenty of of college interests. You know, NC State was all over you. South Carolina was all over you. Tennessee, and and you were also one time committed. Uh, to Louisville, um, why this route, particularly over college? I know you mentioned that you feel like your game is maybe better suited for the NBA, but but how how difficult was that of a decision for you to make, and and why ultimately did you do it? I mean, yeah, it was very difficult, um, but you know, talking to my parents and 
we talked over for like, you know, right before meditation. So we had about two months or more just to talk about it and discuss it. So we had a lot of time to get feedback and see if this is the best route. So, I, I mean, I always knew I was, you know, ready for it. And I feel like I was, I am ready for it. So I just just made a decision like, hey, let's go ahead and do it. You you mentioned feedback. Well, what type of feedback have you been getting um, about the decision? Maybe from your peers, and then and then maybe we'll talk about um, from the NBA guys. But from your peers, what type of feedback have you gotten from those guys? Um, before um, I just you know asked you what had you know NBA connections stuff like that, and, see, and then they asked the NBA people in the NBA see like sort of that option, and they said yeah, I mean he'll be for sure you know first rounder. So the NBA teams have told does, you if he does decide to enter. You said NBA teams told you that you'd likely be a first rounder if you decide to enter. Yeah, they told they told the um, people that you know knew NBA teams. So like I asked somebody that knew NBA teams stuff like that. Got it. Since you made this uh, announcement and, and have entered into the NBA draft, have anybody, you know, there's been other guys that have gone different routes, like, you know, Brandon Jennings going overseas, Emmanuel Moutier going overseas, you know, Thon Maker did this similar move uh, recently. Has anybody that's that's gone a different path like that reached out to you and talked to you about it? Um, no, not really. I mean, basically. What, 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 did, uh, what did he say about it? Um, he just said, you know, um, do what's best for you. And I just told him the same thing, just do what's for you. And, um, you know, you got to live with the, the um, choices that you make. Now, when you announced that you were going to bypass college, you also announced that you were going to go ahead and sign with an agent. What was the process like for you uh, searching for it and finding an agent that fits you? Focus on me. You know, just, just focus on me and what I, what I got going on. What is uh what has this whole pre draft process been like for you? Who who are you uh who are you working out with? Where are you working out at? Um, it's it's been pretty good. I have been working out in Miami. Um, this is me right now, just working out by myself with uh, Justin Zomella. So he's been good um, for me. I think he's improved my game tremendously over the past three months. Who'd you say was the guy working you out? Justin Zomella. Got it. What if, uh, what, are, what are some areas that you guys have really worked on and, and focused on since you've uh, been in the gym with him? Um, he just We just focus on slowing the game down and making it easier for me. Um, just, I mean, that's basically it. He's made me slow the game down in my head. And, and now I'm just much better at thinking the game through and um, becoming that good point guard and leader. What do you hope to to prove to NBA teams during your upcoming workouts? Is there something that you really would like to to show these guys? I'm just showing that I'm ready, ready to play in this league, and I'm you know not you know just because I'm young doesn't mean I'm not ready for it. So I'm just showing that I can hold my own right now, basically. Now I know that you know growing. My understanding is growing up that your father has been your your trainer all your life. What what was that dynamic like? Um. He, He's been tremendous. Um, he's very hard on me, but um, as I got older, I understood that he was doing it for a reason. So I really appreciate that. You know, I've been watching you play, I, I guess, since your sophomore year of high school. Um, and I, I know your game pretty well. Obviously, your scoring uh, and your ability to score is among your biggest strengths. Um, but in what areas do you think you've improved over the course of your high school career in terms of your game? Becoming a well-rounded player, um, you know, at the beginning I was just just able to shoot spot up shooting, um, but 
after that I became be able to get to the paint, kick out, drive and get in the lane and make layups and stuff like that. So I think that's been my game for Liverpool through that. How would you describe what you can bring to an NBA team? Like give me Anthony, give me your the scouting report on yourself. Just a you know, a good good point guard that's gonna be able to, you know, score the balls as well as, you know, facilitate and get his teammates involved and I'm just gonna be, you know, a go to guy that's reliable. You mentioned point guard and and obviously you have the ability to play a couple different guard spots. Is is that what you're focused on? Is is trying to uh, to mold yourself into to being uh, maybe I don't want to say less of a scorer, but more of a, a primary guard. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I can you know you know use my scoring ability to be able to pass. So um, I think my scoring ability will always be there, and, and I feel like that's what I'm best at. But you know, I think I can improve tremendously on everything. One area that I noticed in your game that I think you've continued to improve over high school is your ability to kind of create space and separation uh, using your dribble. Where does that come from, and how have you been able to improve that? I'm just, you know, being able to shoot all life. I basically have to make a couple um, couple of jumpers and stuff like that to defensively start balancing. I don't know when you're going to shoot it or not. So I'm able to use different types of moves to you know, create my separation. What players, Anthony, have have had an influence on on you, and have have you tried to mold your game after? I pretty much pick out of everybody. I mean, Kyrie's pretty good, and he's, he's dribbling, um, he's able to finish and stuff like that. And then he's able to come off screens and be able to shoot from anywhere. So I use him, and CJ uses unorthodox shots, and I just love love how he shoots those unorthodox shots and stuff like that. So off one leg. Is there anybody in – go ahead. I just try to use you know, all of them and, you know, blend together. Awesome. Is there anybody in the NBA that you think your game resembles right now? I would say yeah, CJ McCollum and Dane Lewis. Those two. Got it. Come and make sure both. What do you think about – what do you think is the uh, – you say combination of both. What's What do you think the combo is? Uh, CJ has more of a mid-range game than I think – both of us, um, you know, match perfectly. He's able to shoot off one leg and just, you know, different unorthodox shots that he continues to make. And also you have, um, you know, Damien can shoot off the bounce in the three-pointer and he's able to get in the lane and he's pretty athletic. So I think I got to make sure to them too. Got it. Now, now you, you have a very close relationship with uh... – uh, Utah, Utah Jazz guard and, and former Louisville guard Donovan Mitchell, and I know you even went out and spent some time with him uh, during the season. How, how did you two get so close? Mm, just my visit going to Louisville. He's my host, so we just kind of gained a relationship. Um, you know, we just gained a relationship, and we just continue to keep in touch and talk. And um, he invited me out to Utah, so we just you know gained a relationship over the past year, the past year or so. You know, obviously, he's had a ton of success this past year. What what, what type of advice has he given you uh, going through this process? And just continue to work hard, hard work as hard as you can. And you know, um, he just always preaches defense to me. Said defense is going to keep you on the floor, and that's going to separate you from everybody else. So, so you know, focusing on defense too as well when I'm working out during this process. Did you go to him for advice when you were thinking about making this decision? Yeah, definitely. I asked him if it was, if it was, you know, 
a good option. He said, yeah, definitely. Now, obviously, you've uh, you've played with him uh, a number of times. Are, are you surprised with how terrific of a, a season he had this year? No, no, not really. I knew he was always – I knew he could do more than what people told him that, that he did at Louisville during the season. And just He mostly did spot-up shooting, but – Seeing him work out um, a couple times and seeing his ball hand, I knew he was gonna be good. He and his finishing was always good too. Is there anything that you you've kind of taken from playing with him and and against him that you'd like to to add to your game? Yeah, definitely. His you know his intensity on defense is is, is always good, and his finishing is um, outstanding. He always able to make crazy layups, and he just has that confidence in himself. I think that's the biggest thing that he has that that really helps him is that he's extremely confident in himself how has uh how has it been being out in uh, in chicago getting ready for the the nba draft combine i'm just been pretty excited i'm just excited to be here and i'm just enjoying this process and you know taking it all in and working hard anything surprised you about this process so far um no not really um just it's pretty much everything i expected to be let's uh let's fast yeah. forward to uh to late june and, and hypothetically you get drafted in the in the first round of the NBA draft. What's the first thing you want to go out and buy with your first NBA paycheck? Um, most likely I'll probably buy my mom something nice. Um, my parents something nice too. Yeah, both my parents something nice. That's probably my first paycheck. Got it. You know, a, a lot of guys that get drafted in the first round and, and even the second round spend quite a bit of time in the G League their first couple years. Is that something that you've studied? Have, have you tried to, to learn about that league any? Um, I haven't really studied about it, but I, you know, people, I know people that's, you know, in the G League so, that played in it, so I asked them about it, and they said it's a, it's a grind, and I mean, it's just, it's a tough league, and everybody's there trying to, you know, get a spot on the team, so it's that much tougher than, and you just got to be mentally tough and be ready for it. For sure. Now, last question for you, Anthony, and it's something that I like to to ask everybody that comes on my podcast. And and you're younger than most people I've had on, so I'm curious your answer. If you weren't playing basketball, if you weren't uh, preparing for the NBA draft and hooping every day, what what would you uh, what would you be doing with your life? Right now, I, if I wasn't playing basketball, I would probably be um, since I already graduated um, technically a year ago. So I've probably been trying to get try and be in college. I'll probably be at UCF or somewhere or going to um, UCF or probably University of Florida. What, so I've probably been in those, one of those two schools just, you know, trying to get my education. Well, what would you have majored in? Probably business. Or well, I probably did, still did something in sports even though I wasn't playing. Got it. Sports management or something. Awesome. Well, Anthony, man, uh, good luck uh, with the, the rest of the draft combine. Good luck in the upcoming NBA draft. Uh Excited to, to see where you land, and uh, I really appreciate you taking the time out and jumping on the podcast. Yeah, of course. No problem. Thank you for having me. This is Shaka Smart. This is one of the most shocking upsets. DCU is on its way to the Final Four. Taylor, no, Felix, yes! And you listen to the sidelines with Evan Daniels. I'd like to once again thank Anthony Simons for taking the time out and jumping on the sidelines podcast. And now I want to welcome in a colleague over at 24-7 Sports and a close friend, Josh Gershon. 
uh, to the sidelines podcast, and I want to talk a little bit uh, about Anthony Simon's game. Obviously, the NBA draft isn't too far away, and, and our plan is to bring Josh on and have him help break down some of the upcoming draft picks uh, in the couple weeks. But uh, obviously on this this podcast, we're talking about Anthony Simons. And Josh, I'm curious your take. You saw him a lot in high school. I know you've gone through quite a bit of film of him as well. Uh, what do you think, um, starting off, what do you think about – the decision he made to skip college and, and go ahead and enter the NBA draft? I think it's smart. I, I've always felt that the least amount of information that you can provide to NBA scouts, the better. Uh, there's been, we've talked about it before on your podcast, there's, there's been a handful of guys that have hidden, um, whether that be overseas or whoever else, and, and been able to boost their stock because of it. So I, I like what Simon did. I, I think he's put himself in position to be a first-round pick in this draft by making that decision. And had he played this next season in college, it it might have been difficult. Uh, we've seen certainly a lot better prospects than him at the same stage play that one year in college, and all of a sudden, if they don't meet uh, w- whatever their expectations are, it, it's tough to keep that first-round stuck. So I, I think he made a really really smart decision. Yeah, I think speaking to your point, uh, and a good example of of this is Hamadou Diallo. I, I think he would have gone in the first round if he had come out into the draft last year. And obviously, he didn't have a, a great high school or a great college season this year at Kentucky. And now he he's fighting uh, fighting to get picked in the second round. So I I think he's probably a a good example to exactly what you're talking about. And uh, similarly, Thon Maker did something that. that that Anthony is doing and he, he kind of hid himself and didn't didn't go to college and, and was able to work his way up to be a, a lottery pick. Uh, I mentioned you scouted him quite a bit uh, in high school. What, what are your overall thoughts on his game? He's a good prospect. He's about 6'3", 6'4", has about a 6'6", wingspan. Uh, to me, he's a little bit more of a two, but he can play someone he, as his ball handling and, and feel has improved. He's been a little bit more of a playmaker and, and guy that can – uh, bring the ball up the court and at least be a, a backup at the next level. But what he does best is, is shoot the ball. Um, he can he can really shoot it. He he can score from three. You know he has a mid range game. He can get to the basket. He's a, he's a good athlete. He still has plenty of room to get stronger. I, I think we haven't seen close to what he's going to be physically. I, I think as he gets stronger, he's only going to improve his athleticism as he's continued to do so over the last couple of years and his skill set. So uh, I think his best days are ahead of him. And while he may not be a, a ready-made guy and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. There, there is some upside to him for sure. Yeah. I like him as a prospect. Now I do think that, you know, college could have been beneficial to him, but I also agree with what you said earlier and kind of hiding yourself can be a good thing in a lot of ways. And, and this is a kid that I think can really score the basketball. And uh, I think he's right in that six, four range. And last year in the Under Armour Association playing for team breakdown, he made 39 of his 92 three point attempts, which is just over 42% from three. And I think he's going to continue to improve as a shooter. I think he has deep range. I think he has good shot mechanics, uh, good footwork. And he's also a pretty good athlete, and you mentioned it, and, and having him having some ability to slide over off the two-guard spot. I, I think he, he may even be more of a true combo guard than anything else. I do think there's some playmaking there. There's ability to create separation. I, I don't think at this time that he's a point guard, but I, I do see him playing some with the ball in his hands. 
uh, going forward. And, and obviously, I, I think the shooting portion and just his raw natural ability to score uh, is his biggest strength. Do you agree? Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're an NBA team and, and you draft him, you realize the worst case scenario is you have this six three, six four, uh, two slash one or combo. Uh, who, again, worst case, he's going to be able to really shoot it slash score it, and probably is going to be able to guard his position as he gets stronger. So there, there is a, a pretty good floor now. If, if you're banking on his upside or his his highest ceiling possible it's probably more on the ball right like if he can play point guard then he's going to be a, a player that if, if let's say we think he's late first round right now then he's going to come out looking like a steal years down the road if he can develop into more of a, a, a true one yeah I, I agree with the, with everything you just said and, and a, a guy that he looks up to and has a close relationship with it's kind of done exactly what you're talking about and I'm referring to, to Donovan Mitchell and I'm by no means comparing Anthony Simons to Donovan Mitchell but if he can continue to develop those point guard skills and, and his passing ability and kind of mold himself into that position and obviously uh, his upside goes up uh, significantly. You, you also mentioned his lack of strength and I, I think that's probably the area that um, that he really has a lot of room for growth and is likely his biggest weakness right now in just terms of his body and being so thin and, and needing weight. And he, he needs a weight room and he needs to, uh, to add some, some weight to his frame. But I think that's probably his biggest weakness at this stage. What's your, uh, what's your take on, uh, on an area that he's really going to need to get better at? I agree with that. And the, the lack of strength is, uh, again, one of the reasons why I feel like he's making a smart move to bypass college because that lack of strength would have played uh, at the college level too. He he would have to get stronger in order to hit his potential as as a college player. So uh, certainly in, in the NBA next season, it, he, has, he has a long way to go before he's physically ready. And uh, again, there's nothing wrong with that. It only speaks to his upside. But I, I think the other thing would be can the question of can he play uh, – point guard uh, or at least be a secondary ball handler it's not necessarily a weakness but I would say more something that he has to prove if he's going to be the player that some think he will be do you do you think the tools are there for him to develop into that point guard yeah yeah I think his his handle and vision uh, will have to keep getting better but I also think we've seen some advances there over the last year or so to suggest that it's possible yeah, I would completely agree with that. Do you, do you think this is a guy that goes in the first round in the in the NBA draft? Yeah, I I, I think he I, I think we could see him going from the twenty one to thirty range. Uh, that would make sense. Uh, of course, that that's a pretty big window, and and someone it just takes one team to like you a lot more than that. But I think guessing twenty one to thirty is probably a little bit safe. Yeah, I think we'll probably see a team that has multiple picks in the first round. And look, I don't think Anthony Simons is ready to play in the NBA uh, right now or, or next season. I think he's a guy that's going to spend uh, quite a bit of time in the G League in the next year or two. Um, but I also think that this is a value pick, and an NBA team is probably looking at him as a guy that they can uh, snag later later in a in a first round uh, when two years from now, maybe he's a lottery pick. So they, they probably think they're getting a steal out of this guy. So I'd be curious to see what happens, uh, on draft night with, with Anthony Simons, obviously a, 
a really talented kid that can really score the basketball. Josh, I appreciate you taking the time out and jumping on the podcast. Thank you. Anytime. That was Josh Gershon. Really appreciate him uh, taking out the time and, and jumping on the sidelines with Evan Daniels podcast. Before I let you guys go, I want to make sure that you are subscribed and supporting the podcast. And the best way for you to do that is to shoot over to Apple Podcasts and or your favorite podcast app. Hit the subscribe button for me, but also leave a rating and or a review. That would be extremely helpful. You can also shoot me a note over on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Evan Daniels. Thanks for listening and have a great week.